you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. NFL Now is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Oh, look at Kansas City, everybody. On a beautiful day. We'll pretend there's sun. The sun's going to be shining on Thursday, however, for night number one of the NFL Draft. It's presented by Verizon. We are two big days away from finally, finally getting this thing going. We're happy, however, to get this thing going, which is a Tuesday edition of NFL Now on NFL Network, presented by IKEA from our newsroom in Los Angeles. My name is Andrew Siciliano. That right down there is the world's most interesting former offensive lineman, Brian Baldinger, with the great draft week yes. suit as yes. well. Yes, yes. This is all on layaway. All on yes. layaway. Of course, you have it. It's like that, man. You open up the closet just for draft week. Yes. The always well-dressed yes. Steve White. Good to see you, sir. Good seeing you. But we're also here to talk about Aaron Rodgers. As we said yesterday, it was 40 days. 40 days since he said it was his intent to play for the Jets until the deal was actually made. In essence, his exodus took 40 days, not 40 years, as they were wandering through the draft desert until finally the deal was done yesterday. They do a pick swap. They do a two. And they do a conditional pick next year, which could become a one if Aaron Rodgers... Plays 65% of the plays this season here for the New York Jets. Jets GM Joe Douglas on the podium moments ago in Florham Park, who woke up to this back page headline of the Daily News. Jets have a QB. Rejoice. Get used to the back pages. Sometimes they're nice, and sometimes they're not. Let's go live to Kansas City now. Ian Rappaport, Tom Pelissero, our NFL Network insiders, live actually where the draft is going to go down in 48 hours. Gentlemen, good afternoon to you. Joe Douglas also said on that podium, Ian, that the pick swap in the first round, going 13 to 15 here, was really the key final piece to fall into place for this deal to go through yesterday. Yeah, I would say one of the final pieces there going from 13 to 15, obviously it does mean the Jets could potentially lose out on one of the top tackles if that is a position they want to hit, but nothing more important than getting Aaron Rodgers. So, yeah, I would say that was you know, probably one of the final pieces and then maybe one of the most consequential pieces of this whole thing was coming off was the Green Bay Packers being willing to come off a hard first rounder and agreeing to some conditions. Uh, that certainly was something that helped this deal get across the finish line and, you know, the words you heard from Joe Douglas are probably what you would expect, kind of trying to tamp down an expectation just a little bit. He knows everyone's talking Super Bowl or bust. Not really talking much about whether or not Rodgers is going to be there for OTAs. Traditionally, of course, he has not. And saying that they expect this to be a good thing for Zach Wilson, it is clear they have not given up on Zach Wilson. Him and Rodgers have a friendship. So this actually could work out for now and then maybe for the future if Zach can become what they hope he is. Nathaniel Hackett has never shied away from quarterback projects. Obviously, he won a lot of games with Blake Bortles. He's worked with different guys in his career. This is something Hackett is going to embrace. And Aaron Rodgers is 39 years old. 
at this point. He's not going to hold back in terms of, at least to some degree, taking Zach Wilson under his wing. They do have a lot of similarities between the two of them. They play the game in certain aspects a similar way, too. I would anticipate that this is a really good relationship that could be a great thing for Zach Wilson as we move into the future here. Also notable there that Joe Douglas said, you know, they have not yet crossed the finish line. That's because there's some procedural things that need to take place before this deal can be done. Rodgers has to sign a revised contract with the Packers to help their cap and facilitate the deal. The Packers then have to hold that contract on their cap for 24 hours. So sometime after 4 p.m. Eastern time tomorrow, assuming Rodgers signs the contract today, then the trade paperwork will be submitted. Aaron Rodgers will pass a physical and officially Andrew will become a member of the New York Jets. But that's got to get done. All of that's got to get done. And that 24-hour window there for the cap and on their books has to be done before pick 13 is actually on the clock coming up on Thursday. Before we let you go, um, I want to say well done. Can we throw this up here on the screen? You two went like, wow, out of control barbecue last yeah. night. Did you clean your plates? Did you eat all those ribs? No. <laughs> no. Uh, no. Now, we yeah. ate all the burnt ends. We ate all the, uh, almost all the brisket. We ate all the pulled pork. Um, we ate all the turkey. We ate all the sausage, but we there were a couple ribs left over. Uh, our guy Mitch was killing it. Meet Mitch. Wow. World Series of Barbecue Sauce like Champion. Uh, we has a place over in Leewood, Kansas. So was Look gracious enough to have us in there. Big fan of NFL Network. Big fan of uh, all the shows here, too. Says he doesn't even change the channel. So, hi once wow. again, Mitch. Thanks for the meet. <laughs> Thanks for how, watching. How much for just one rib? Someone once asked. Hall of Famer Jim Brown. Thank you, guys. In the meantime, the Packers went from a Hall of Famer now to Jordan Love, who may one day reach Canton as well. We just don't know. He hasn't really played. Hasn't really played at all. But now it is his ball game. As yesterday, Brian Gutekunst finally did the deal. Yeah, I think he's excited. You know, he was uh, he popped in I don't know, a month ago or so for a few days, and then obviously he's been back since he, you know maybe a week, four or five days before the offseason uh, program started. So, you know, I think um, you know he's uh, I think he's eager for his opportunity. I just think you know as we move forward, um, you know uh, we're really excited where Jordan can go. He needs to play, and uh, having him sit another year, I think um, would really delayed kind of you know where we're going and what we're trying to build. All right, Brian Gutekunst now tries to build around him. Hi there, Stacey Dales, who's in Indy, but we'll talk Packers here because you're there all the time. Uh, now Goody builds <laughs> around him with not pick 15, but pick 13. That could change things for Thursday night. That is right. You got a ding on your that cell was me, phone there, Dales. Andrew. You know, 15 yards on me. Yeah, I got you. 15 yards on me. <laughs> I got you. Yep. <laughs> Uh, penalty. Hey, listen, the Packers now have 11 picks in this draft. And one thing that stands out that Brian Gutekunst spoke on yesterday was we value volume. He said, I'd rather have more picks, more volume. And so moving back is always an option. They add that second rounder via the Jets. They move to 13 from 15 because of that Jets trade with Aaron Rodgers. But I see them moving back. Yes, listen, the Packers never really do anything sexy in the draft in terms of some of these first-round picks we all want, like a Jackson Smith and Jigba. So I'm not going to say anything sexy here. I think maybe they move back, Andrew, out of that 13th pick. They'll stay in the first round, maybe a late teen or an early 20-type pick, and add something maybe in the third, fourth, or fifth round. Right now, they've got two twos. They've got one three, one four, 
and 1-5. So maybe that target area is where they could add something in this draft. And I'm looking at tight end. I know, again, that's not sexy, but they haven't drafted a wide receiver in the first round since 2002. It is a deep tight end group, but the ones at the top are really good. Dalton Kincaid, Sam Laporta. How about Darnell Washington, who's massive, who would just absolutely add to that offensive line with the loss of Mercedes Lewis. I think maybe a tight end could be an option, though, again, they could surprise us. They could go O-line. Somebody needs to play opposite David Bakhtiari, who's had injury issues. Maybe it's a defensive player, as we've seen uh, most recently. They took two in the first round last season. Well, we'll surprise you. We had a tweet for Ian and Tom. We have a tweet for you as well, Stacey Dales. Your, your whiteboard <laughs> has its own Twitter account, remember? Invented yesterday. Uh, Stacey, yes. you left me at home. You, you didn't pack the whiteboard. I'll hit up uh, Office Depot, Andrew, on here. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> uh, you. You know what? I got you with the stupid ping. I apologize. Hey, Stacey Dales. I'm going to make sure my phone's on. I'm going to make sure you my should. phone's on for my next it, hit. Interrupt me every time I open my mouth, please. Thank you, Stacey. Uh, Bucky Brooks' final mock draft, everybody, has Bryce Young won, but has Tyree Wilson going two. And C.J. Stroud getting the four. Man. Okay. But we still do think it's Bryce Young number one. Cam Wolf is live with the Carolina Panthers now as they look to build around whomever high cam that quarterback may be. Not only with the pieces they've brought in so far, but the pieces on the coaching staff. It's a veritable who's who there that they've hired there to to help build this quarterback up. Yeah, Andrew, the Panthers coaches are actually leading an OTA practice today, right now, adjacent to the stadium behind me. And it's one of their last practices without their new young quarterback. And look, we have been talking about it throughout the week. The Panthers, at this point, when you talk to people around the league, are expected to take Alabama's Bryce Young with the first overall pick. But they've already started to build this offense with him in mind. And offensive coordinator Thomas Brown is the one that's putting together this playbook. He actually talked to the Panthers site about a month ago about what he's looking for in his quarterback. He said, I want a point guard a distributor, a guy who can get the ball to his playmakers, but on third down in two-minute situations in the red zone can be Superman. And we've seen time and time again Bryce Young be that point guard but also can work outside of scheme. We talk about that coaching staff. They've got Frank Reich, who's been an NFL quarterback, who has coached a bunch of different NFL quarterbacks throughout his career. You've got Thomas Brown, Josh McCown, Jim Caldwell, really a who's who's of guys that you want for your young quarterback in that building. And a quick glimpse on maybe what that offense looks like. Running back Miles Sanders says, expect a lot of RPOs, run pass options. And he said, we are not rebuilding. We're building this offense. It's easy for a quarterback, our rookie quarterback, to come in and have success early in year one. So the playmakers they're bringing in, but also the coaches they are surrounding this young quarterback with gives them confidence that there will not be a hard transition for this player coming into the NFL. Remember, this team with Steve Wilkes, the interim head coach in charge, was very much in this week 16. If they held a lead, or week 17, beg your pardon, against Tom Brady and the Buccaneers in the fourth quarter, they could have won the division. And and they wouldn't have had the first overall pick or the ninth to get to one. It would have been too expensive. Thank you, Cam Wolf. They're live. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, 
your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Stroud on the move, flips it across. Stroud fires deep down to the end zone, and it is grabbed in the end zone. C.J. Stroud. C.J. Stroud still running. Stroud doing what he loves to do. It's a beautiful downfield throw. Wow, what a throw. Talk about the Texans and talk about number two. And we'll throw in 12 to the conversation as well. C.J. Stroud, Tyree Wilson, Chad has, Will Levis. Kind of all over the map here. With this idea, as we go live to Houston inside the Texans building with Omar Ruiz, that 48 hours before the draft, and really Lance Zerline in Houston, Omar started this a couple of weeks ago. This idea that maybe the Texans pass on a quarterback at two, which at the time seemed like mind blowing. But let's not forget they have 12 here, so we have to consider both of these picks in how they address Thursday night. Yeah, Andrew, 2 and 12. And when you factor in that they have five total picks in the first 73 of this draft, a lot of maneuverability for Nick Casario to get through this first couple days of the draft. Now, they do have that glaring need at quarterback. Of course, they brought in Case Keenum to join Davis Mills in that quarterback room. But D'Amico Ryan cited his first year coaching in the NFL, the 2017 49ers, where they started losing their first nine games. They lost 10 of 11. Then they traded for Jimmy Garoppolo. He was inserted into the starting lineup, and they won five straight. So he's seen up close and personal the difference a franchise altering quarterback can make. Now, they've done their due diligence on all four of the big quarterbacks that we've associated with the first round. At the same time, D'Amico Ryans and Nick Casario have both said they don't want to put all that pressure on a young quarterback, no matter who they pick at number two. They said it makes no sense to make that player the face of the franchise before he's ever played a down. But like you mentioned, there is so much intrigue about what the Texans are going to do. From people I've spoken with around the league, there is no clear sense, and perhaps that's by design. Everything at this point appears to be on the table. Nick Casario said he has fielded calls for the number two pick. 
He said that it's his duty to listen. Is he open for business? He's open for listening. And with that, 48 hours before the draft, the intrigue continues surrounding the Houston Texans. Omar Ruiz will be there Thursday night with the team, picking two, and let's not forget, 12. Thank you, Omar. Levis fires, throws a dart, lets it go, right on the money. Love the decision here by Will Levis. And Levis with the quarterback run. He'll have the first down and more. Easiest touchdown for Will Levis. A lot of buzz last week. It's Will Levis the Colts are looking at. Are they? I don't know. Here's what our latest mocks have. And by the way, DJ and Buck, DJ and Charles rather, have their final mocks coming out tomorrow. But it goes from Anthony Richardson at four to C.J. Stroud to Will Levis to Lanzerline throwing out there. Maybe they just trade for Lamar, although that was pre-OBJ trade or OBJ signing, so I don't think that's going to happen. Regardless, as we go live to Stacey Dales at Indianapolis to talk number four, and Baldy's back with me as well. Stacey Dales, I want to read to you a quote from Chris Ballard, the Colts GM, last Friday at his pre-draft presser. Quote, everybody's lying. I might be the most honest, unfortunately, <laughs> but everyone is lying. Stacy, was Chris Baller telling the truth? <laughs> I don't even know how to answer that. Isn't that a, a that's an oxymoron, Andrew? Uh, somewhere well, in this building, lying. he's watching us laughing. He's laughing because he's listening to all these rumors, or maybe he's not because it's draft week, uh, and there are so many ru- rumors. But what I will tell you is given the nine picks that they have in this draft total and the fourth overall, there is a confidence in this building. The aesthetics are different with Shane Steichen here. They have historical pictures of of players, the legends of these Indianapolis Colts, and they've got the fourth pick overall. And with that confidence and the ability to be flexible on draft day because they will be prepared to move up or move back, I look at this, Baldy and Andrew, this is, to me, a generational draft for the Indianapolis Colts. Why? It is the highest draft pick they will have had if they use it or move up since Andrew Luck in 2012. He went first overall. He was a quarterback. At that point in 2012, he was the highest draft pick for the Indianapolis Colts since Peyton Manning in 1998, who was the first overall pick. You see the trend I'm going with here. This is a very important pick. We expect the Colts to use it on a quarterback, Baldy. Which one on their board they covet most is the question and who they deem the best fit that they can build an offense around with their new head coach in Shane Steichen. Stacy, I expect you to be a good gumshoe in the next hour when you gumshoe. go meet with that general manager, Chris Ballard, to find that out. But I am curious about this, Stacy. just – uh, how in lockstep Shane Steichen, the new head coach, and Chris Ballard are when it comes to making this quarterback selection. Is it is it a lens through Shane Steichen's eye, who has worked with Philip Rivers and Jalen Hurts and Justin Herbert? Or is it Chris Ballard going, this is what we're looking for because we have seen it, what it looks like with Peyton Manning. We've seen what a quarterback looks like in Andrew Luck. I'm kind of curious how they're going to work together on this. Yeah, well, I I can tell you Shane Steichen has been very involved. The luxury that Chris Ballard has, and by the way, Shane Steichen is here because it was an immediate marriage and match between the two and between the staff that Shane wanted to bring in. But the luxury that he has is, is what you just talked about, the aforementioned quarterbacks. He has coached so many different stylistically uh, stylistic quarterbacks from Phillip Rivers to Jalen Hurts that not only – 
will Shane have a voice in this process? But the belief is that he will curtail an offense around the chosen guy and be able to use whichever skill set he gets, whether that's a pocket guy or it's somebody who can get out on the move. And we'll see. Maybe Anthony Richardson, maybe Will Levis, or maybe C.J. Stroud does fall to four. We'll see. Maybe. Maybe we use gumshoe next hour as well. <laughs> that felt, was like, good. felt like it was like a casterly reference. All right, gumshoe here. All right. Uh, that's it. Thank you, Dales. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hands to Robinson again. Bijan breaks free. To the 40. To the 30. Say goodnight to this one. Bijan Robinson takes it for the touchdown. I have a lot of fun getting ready for the draft, watching highlights, and and I'm not a scout, but I know what looks awesome. Bijan Robinson highlights are are fun to watch. Mock drafts are fun as well. Chad's got him going as high as number eight to Atlanta. He is, you know, in my eyes, he's the best player in the draft, and he's joining us live now, courtesy of Old Spice, live on NFL Now. Bijan Robinson, how you doing? I'm doing awesome. I'm doing awesome. How, how's everything going uh, with you? Everything is good here in Los Angeles. When you see those mock drafts, what do you think? They're just mock drafts. So we just we just don't know. Um, obviously, everybody's, you know, we all have opinions. But even for myself, you know, I just kind of want Thursday to get here uh, to know what team I'm actually going to be on, you know. Yeah, I cannot imagine what that wait must be like. We, we saw one of those mocks up there, a couple of them had the Eagles at 10, which, Bijan, I know you've talked about this, or you've heard about this, like, that would be the most non like, the, the Eagles don't do that. Like, they don't take a running back at 10. But they are one of the two teams that you visited. Did you yes, get sir. a good feel? Oh, absolutely. Um, I mean, for, for both teams that I visited, like, I, with the Eagles, it was, it was an amazing visit. Um, from coaches to you know, GM to the, the janitor, the the staff, I mean, everybody there was just amazing. Um, and just even me just building those relationships uh, throughout the draft process, you know, with those guys, it's been, it's been awesome. Um, but, yeah, man, I mean, every team that i talked to has been, has been amazing. And I think that, you know, now I'm just really excited to see, like, where I'm going to end up uh, in these next couple of days. The other visit was Tampa. Uh, let's throw the Falcons question out there. We had one guy up there saying you, Chad Ryder, could go to the Falcons at eight. That one seems to be gaining some late momentum, Bijan. Do you feel that? Do you feel that at all? Yeah, yeah. I mean, even the Falcons, like, you know, that, that's, a, that's a great organization. Uh, you know, great coaches. You know, I, I had a chance to meet with them as well, uh, and it was, it was an awesome meeting. So I, I kind of see where that's going in uh, and that, where that's headed at. But obviously, like, like I said, like, we, for me, we just don't know. Uh, you know, we can have a surprise. Or, or 
can, you know, anything can happen. But I, I just know that, you know, God's going to put me in the right, right team, right position, and it's going to be fun wherever I'm at. You had a great career at Texas. You also made some great friends, one of them being a guy that we see all the time there on the sideline in Austin. Yeah. One Matthew McConaughey. And it's more than, than the fact that you guys are just buddies, Bijan. You want yeah. to be an actor from when you were a little kid, not just a football player, but an actor. So if you're going to be an actor, are you going to be like McConaughey and True Detective? Are you more like Interstellar where you're going to be an astronaut and save the Earth? Are you more like Dazed and Confused? Like, yeah. what kind of genre? Uh, I mean, you know, obviously, like, it's, it's definitely probably an after football thing. Um, but, you know, maybe like superhero movies, superhero. Um, you know, dramas, rom-coms, uh, <laughs> action films, you know, I, hopefully hopefully anything uh, that makes sense, obviously. But, you know, we'll definitely see where, where that takes me uh, and where that goes in, in the future. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, Matthew's a uh, – that's my guy, man. That's my guy. Another big brother to me. And, you know, he's taught me a lot. And we just had great times together. So, you know, I'm, I'm excited to see, like, where the relationship goes um, in the future for sure. All right, all right. Um, I, I love that you'd say rom-com. Most guys would just go Marvel. Like, I want to wear a superhero suit and save the world. You went rom-com. Hey, you got you to be, be versatile. Just Absolutely. Like I, just like I feel. <laughs> <laughs> You're running back and you can play wide receiver. So there you go. Uh, you, you can be versatile. For those who don't know, your name means hero. So I know a lot of teams, whoever they draft you, their fan base think that you are going to be a hero. But when we see your highlights, Bijan, like I said before, I, I don't blame them for thinking that. You said recently that your favorite play of all your plays as a Longhorn was a run against West Virginia when you were a freshman. Tell me why this is your favorite. Yeah, I mean, that that's definitely my favorite play um, because that was kind of the play that, you know, started my career in college football. Uh, you know, it, it shows so many different skill sets all in one play. Like, I did a spin move. Like, you see, like, stiff arm, two dudes, drag the other dude. Um, and after that run, like, that's when I, that's when I just started becoming comfortable with the game and that's when the game started slowing down for me. Uh, and that's what I knew that I, I could put all the all the talent and all the gifts that, that God's given me uh, on the football field. So that's why I say that's my favorite run uh, ever, just because that's the play right there that that I felt immediately comfortable in um, when I started stepping on the football field. For the record, they, they blew it dead. We, we didn't show you scoring because they, they said they you did. ran out of bounds. There. I don't think you actually ran out of bounds, but you know I don't have the other oh. angle to prove that. You, you didn't run out of bounds, did you? Absolutely not. Okay. You know what's crazy? That was crazy. The referee that ref that game the year the year later was like, "Yeah, man, he didn't run out of bounds. I don't know what I don't know why." I, called. I was like, "Are you?" That's crazy. That's crazy. All yeah. right, so let, let's add it. So your freshman year, you actually scored uh, seven touchdowns there, not six. All right, so we'll yeah. we'll add that one to the list. Uh, you're obviously there with uh, Old Spice, Bijan. Tell us what you're yeah. doing with them. Yeah, so you know, I'm I'm really happy to to be here with Old Spice. Um, and, you know, just to help to, to build confidence um, and mentorship uh, for guys and just to empower them to to want to, you know, really look forward into, into mentoring. And I think that for me, for myself, you know, I've had a lot of great mentors uh, along the way from from family to, to coaches. And there's there's a guy named uh, Kevin Washington that that really you know sticks out to me as a mentor just because, you know, my faith is really a big thing in my life. And, you know, he really helped me out with my faith and. You know, kept that positivity in my in my life, 
when, when it came to college and, and college football and, you know, meeting, meeting people, uh, being a positive asset to other people. Um, but, you know, there's a lot of kids out there that, that don't have that same mentorship um, in their life. And I think that, you know, it's important, you know, for, for, you know, big brothers, big sisters, wish list that a lot of people sign up um, to Old Spice, you know, school swagger. And just because there's over 30,000 kids that are on the, that, that are on the, you know, wish list to, 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 you know, try to graduate high school. Um, and they're, they're just, they just need that mentor to, to really push them in the right direction. So I think that it's awesome that, you know, Old Spice is, is doing this for kids and, and I think that for me, just partnering with them, I believe in that, you know, wholeheartedly. And I think that it's, it's a great opportunity um, to set something up for, for success for those kids and, and for everybody else. So that's why that's why we're here. And, you know, I just love being a part. Um, and it's pretty special to, to do it with those guys for sure. Yeah, it's pretty special. And that's great, man. Well said. Um, can't wait to see what you do yep. on the field. But also, after listening to you there, can't wait to see what you do in the next community that you're a part of, wherever the NFL draft yeah. takes you on Thursday. B. John Robinson, good luck to you, sir. Yeah, man, I appreciate you. And thanks for having me on the show as well. Hey, thank you. We appreciate you. B. John Robinson, everyone, already on the ground in Kansas City. You guys have three ways to watch. You guys, meaning people watching at home or on your phone or wherever you're watching right now. NFL Network, NFL Plus, the draft room, or the NFL app and NFL.com, the NFL channel. You have three ways to watch. I recommend all three, right? Why have to pick one? Just get three devices and watch three different ways. NFL Now is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.